Welcome to episode 10 of the Linux Gaming News Punch, another quick weekly look at what's been going on in the Linux gaming world. First up is a platformer called The Pedestrian, and this one is actually really quite unusual. It's all based around public signs, with your character being the male bathroom symbol. That's not all that's odd about it though, the platforming is done in the usual sort of flat 2D way on these signposts, but the rest of the environment in the game is fully 3D, as you need to move the signs around and connect them up for your 2D character to actually progress. It's such a unique and wild idea that I've never seen anywhere else and I think it's absolutely brilliant. It even has a demo available on itch.io so do check it out, it's well worth putting a few minutes into. Continuing the resurgence of retro-themed first-person shooters, Proteus recently got all the funding it wanted on Kickstarter, and this one looks absolutely insane. While it is retro-inspired, it's using a lot of modern rendering techniques, and so it looks like a really weird mix. It looks like it doesn't quite know what it wants to be, but it looks so cool. It's pixelated, yet it has gorgeous-looking lighting, and all the effects are completely over the top. And the Proteus developers have said that a Linux release will be launching alongside Mac and Windows when it enters early access later this year. What I like about Proteus is that it's going to have a built-in level editor, so there's going to be plenty of user-generated content. But not just that, the visual effects to make it look quite retro along with all the gore is going to be completely optional by the sounds of it. There's going to be a lot of wiggle room to tweak the visual style to how you want it, so it does look really good. And as far as first-person shooters go, this is right to the top of my list. And now we have a tiny bit of info about the real-time strategy game Ashes of the Singularity Escalation. Starcock have been talking about bringing this to Linux using the Vulkan API since sometime around 2015. They've given quite a number of updates about how the progress is actually bringing Ashes to Linux and we now know that it is running. It's running on Debian and they've got it tested but it's not performing well which is what they've said but they're not going into detail about it and I did ask them what the issues were but they didn't really give us anything to go by. The good news though is that given how long it's been they said earlier this month that they will be opening up a beta version for Ashes so everybody can jump on in and tell them what's broken, where it works and where it doesn't. And since I'm a complete nutter for real-time strategy games and Ashes lets you throw hundreds of units at your enemies I think it looks mental and I'm pretty happy about it. And I am very excited to give Ashes a go. Keeping up with the strategy game theme, the squad-based post-apocalyptic strategy survival game Overland, wow, that's a mouthful, is going to be releasing sometime this fall and they've shown it off in another trailer. It does look fantastic. I've played this one loads of times and I do really enjoy it. However, Overland is a very difficult game, but it does have an incredible atmosphere considering that the levels are really, really small. It's quite surprising the atmosphere they're able to give off in these tiny levels. It's also a road trip game, so as you progress across a map, each point on that map is another level to explore and gather supplies. And it forces you to make some pretty tough decisions, like do you grab a better car and grab some fuel, or do you save that dog that's on the other side of the map, but in between you are a bunch of aliens. It's full of fantastic little touches too, and you can actually play it right now on itch.io in their first access program. 
Now, if you enjoy building simulation games, you'll be rather pleased with this news as Transport Fever 2 has been recently announced for release this year and they will be supporting Linux once again. I did quite enjoy the first game. It had plenty of options and things to play with, but the performance was a massive problem for me at release, so I do hope they fixed it this time around. What they're doing with it does sound quite good though. It's going to have a free play mode to do whatever you want, three different campaigns. They're saying it has around 20 hours playtime in that. There's built in editors for creating maps, over 200 different vehicles, Steam Workshop support, physics-based lighting, and one thing that actually made me laugh is they're saying it has individually simulated land animals, birds, and fish. In a transport-focused building simulation game, why do you need to individually simulate fish? I don't know, but it sounds funny. They're also claiming it has a realistic transport simulation with one-way streets and signals and tons more fancy sounding things. So yeah, if you like your building simulation games, Transport Fever 2 is coming to Linux later this year. This next one is more for the casual audience as the sweet card game Fairy Solitaire Harvest has released. It doesn't have a SteamOS Linux icon on Steam to show Linux support, but the Linux version is live and I've tested it. They've said the Linux version has issues on SteamOS directly, but it does run fine on normal distributions. Because Valve bundles SteamOS and Linux together, they can't actually advertise it until they fix the problems on SteamOS, but it works fine on Ubuntu. Now, to be honest, this was actually my first foray into Match 2 Solitaire games. Honestly, it was. And I was actually shocked by how well it drew me in. And I really did enjoy it. It looks good, it performs well, and it's a great game for relaxing with to match up some cards. Here's the real kicker, though. It's published by Puppy Games, who are known for Revenge of the Titans, Basingstoke, Titan Attacks and a few more. Like what Puppy Games did with Basingstoke, you can actually find the Linux version completely free on itch.io and you can donate a little bit if you want to as well. So you can either buy it on Steam or check it out free on itch.io. To have a fitting end for episode 10 this week, we're going to talk a little about some open source gaming news. And when I say a little, I mean one. We're talking about Super Tux Cart, the big 1.0 release. They finally made it after so many years. Super Tux Kart is the Mario Kart-like racer and it now has fully functional online and LAN multiplayer. I think it's quite incredible how Super Tux Kart has come along recently. I remember trying it at various periods over the past few years and I never quite got on with it until this latest release. It's really working very well and it's a fantastic game for a younger audience and for your friends across the world as well because you can play everybody now. And that's all for this week. Thanks again for joining me on this wild ride. I've done a little extra processing on the audio this week and I probably sound quite nasally because I've still got an awful cold. Hopefully it sounds okay. Do let me know. And as always, visit gamingonlinux.com for the latest news. See you soon. Thank you.